morning, and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick. I'm Dr. Heisenberg. A little bit of good morning for the Beakniks. A little bit of good morning for Johnny. Okay. Parceling it out. And uh, we parcel a good morning for you, too, and for the nice folks out there. Thank they, you, No, sir. they get a whole good morning. Good morning. You, you just get the parcel. <laughs> a little, little bit. That's it's all. A little That's bit. all I need. A little slice of morning it's for a you. little half a cup of OJ. Yeah. Of, of, of welcoming. Yes. Johnny, <laughs> pop quiz time. Um, all right. I guess I don't have a choice, do I? No, not oh, at all. Okay, it's fine. pop quiz time. Are you prepared? No, but go nuts. What's your favorite pie? Uh... I don't know, pumpkin. I, it's not pumpkin, but um, I'm going to say pumpkin because it's almost Thanksgiving. Okay. And That's, uh, I got pumpkin pie on the brain because I'm making one soon, but uh, I don't know, coconut cream I'm partial to. That is Like correct. with the, the little toasted coconut on top. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, we will accept that answer. I enjoy Your it. first answer was incorrect. Oh, okay. You were, you were flailing. I was. <laughs> I was just thinking, I was just reading about pumpkin pie. Everyone's talking about fucking pumpkin spice and how they're all sick of it. I mean, it's tricky. Like the whole, the, okay, you know how like it, it, Christmas shopping season lasts two months. This has been going on for years now. We're used to it. There's a subtler undeclared pumpkin flavor season now yeah and it's like it's no one really comes out and says it's pumpkin season because that's not a thing unless you're a pumpkin farmer no but it goes from halloween till christmas right because how ho- pumpkins are socially acceptable in halloween well that's when you, you that's when you chop them up well yeah and that's when you know that that's also when the harvest traditionally yeah they're ripe you know, that's why we carved jack-o'-lanterns, because we had all those pumpkins already. Yeah, it's like, we got a bunch of them, let's use some of them to scare away ghosts. Right. And or so whatever like, happened. Um, yeah, no, that's what they're for. Okay. And, uh, uh, yeah, so like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and basically everybody. Everybody. Starts making your pumpkin lattes and your pumpkin donuts, etc. Yeah. And that starts in October, but of course we want pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Of course we do. And then why not have another pumpkin pie at Christmas? What the hell? It's still tasty. Uh, correct. Yeah. But yeah, you got pumpkin on the brain, even if it's not your primary pie of all time. It certainly is not. It, it just feels right this season. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no. I mean, I was, uh, like I said, I've been reading a lot of stuff about both, you know, pumpkin spice people who do enjoy it because, mm-hmm. you know, what the hell. You know, you like what you like. You can't stop that. As well as the backlash against pumpkin spice. Right. You know, the, the claim that pumpkin spice is like a marker of class privilege, it's for rich people or whatever, you know. It's such a pointless controversy. I know, because, <laughs> hey, it's all cheap crap at fast food places. Yeah. Yeah, you know, rich people love McDonald's, they love Dunkin' Donuts, okay. but You know the last place I got a pumpkin... Spice cappuccino. I'm guessing Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. A gas station. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, the point is, I. The thing is, there's something that goes missing in all this conversation that has been bothering me for a long time. Okay. And just today, I saw an article call this out for the first time. It's an article on Slate. I don't remember the title or the author. Okay. But it, it involved the author. You know, doing one of those I'm going to be stupid for a week projects where they eat nothing but foods flavored with pumpkin spice for a week. Uh, okay. You know, like the people who pretend to be Amish for a year and shit. Like Morgan Spurlock. Yeah, but, you know, less deadly. Okay, sure. But the point is, what goes unsaid in all of this coverage, and which has been bothering me and which bothered this writer, and it just, like, lit up my heart to see somebody else talking about this. Okay. There's no pumpkin in that shit. 
okay? It's pumpkin spice. It's the spices that go in pumpkin pie. That's cinnamon, ginger, cloves, uh, a nutmeg, of course, you know. Right. It's Those are the flavors that you associate with pumpkin pie. You, you're tasting mostly spices. Pumpkin is not a very good-tasting vegetable on its own. Interesting. Or a fruit or whatever the fuck it is. Pumpkin is right. kind of nasty on its own. It's like a gourd. Yeah. It's a gourd, yeah. I mean, it's not even a proper squash. It's a gourd. Right. You know, and do you know any recipes that involve just eating pumpkin? Just man, big old sloppy mouthfuls of pumpkin? No. The no. only thing I can think of is roasting the seeds, and that's separate. Do you even know which part of the pumpkin the pumpkin pie is made of? Well, the crap in the middle that you goop out. <laughs> no, that's garbage. <laughs> 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 the, the the fleshy uh, rind of the pumpkin is what the... That's the, what you're supposed to eat? Yeah, not the outer skin, but the fleshy part clinging to the skin is I what the pumpkin is. No, I don't suppose made. I've ever eaten raw pumpkin. Nobody could, has. It's awful. Could you fry it up like like uh, you fry up slices of squash? You can fry up pumpkin, yes. Okay, because fried squash prepared correctly yeah, is tasty. Exactly. I mean, again, it's a matter of spices. And you, if you use different spices, of course, it won't taste like a pie. Right. And if you leave out the sugar, it becomes a bit more savory than sweet. But, mm-hmm. but yes, uh, pumpkin spice is by and large just uh, cinnamon, ginger, nutmeg, and cloves, and sugar. Right. And, you know, people, you put that in a pump, uh, you mix that with pumpkin, you get pumpkin pie. You mix that with another maybe not-so-pie-ready vegetable, you get another kind of pie that probably tastes like a pumpkin pie. You could probably make a squash pie that tastes more or less like a pumpkin pie. No, wait, wait, wait. What about the stuff that comes in a can? That is, uh, well, it depends on the kind you buy. If you buy the pumpkin puree, uh-huh. that's just the uh, pureed pumpkin rind. Okay. If you buy the pumpkin pie mix... Uh-huh. That's uh, that's that plus the spices. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's just, across. it's just a matter of do you want to spice it yourself? And usually the pumpkin pie mix has like some sugar and preservatives and stuff mixed in as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I have pumpkin pie in the brain as well because last night, not kidding, my girlfriend whipped up a pumpkin pie just for the hell of it. All right. We ate most of it for breakfast the next morning. Well, <laughs> that is a good use of a pumpkin pie. It, absolutely. And one other thought, this is a true story. Uh, uh, at my office, there's a candy bowl sometimes. Okay. Right before Halloween, somebody slipped in some pumpkin spice Hershey's Kisses. Are they also chocolate? No. Are they white chocolate? Uh, I think they may have been recolored and reflavored white chocolate. Ah, okay. Because they taste like a pumpkin latte hmm. with the consistency of a Hershey's Kiss. That... Doesn't sound like my scene at all. What happens if you melt them down? Uh, you just get melted crap like you do with the regular Hershey's Kiss. But it, you know, melted chocolate Sweet. is still good. You drizzle it on ice cream, you make some hot cocoa, you know? It'll taste the same as yeah. it does in its solid form. Well, that's interesting, I guess. So, I mean, my impression coming away from it is it's the sort of candy where I will enjoy one and would yeah. never buy a whole bag. That sounds like exactly the kind of candy I thought it was. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, like some some it's of the like pumpkin, banana laffy taffy, like some of the pumpkin spice stuff. Uh-huh. Okay, it does have pumpkin flavoring in it. Right, there's not a real pumpkin involved there. That is uh, wow, Unsurpri- unsurprising. I'm sure that's a uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, now that now that we say it, yeah. yeah. Obviously, there's not someone at the Hershey plant grinding up pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. <laughs> You're not just shoveling pumpkins into a giant hopper and extruding pumpkin goo in the end, you know? No, like like a cartoony sausage maker. Yeah. You just pour a bunch of, like, you know... Garbage animal and parts stuff. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And squirrels and rats and yeah, and then out, and then out comes whole sausage links. The real sausage making process is actually not much different from that. I've seen dirty jobs. Well, there you go. That show has taught us so much. It's a very educational. It really was. You guys should be watching more Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe I should assume. be on TV more. Frankly. He should. Mike Rowe's great. Yeah, it's fun to watch him be made to do awful things. Yes. Well, anyway. Speaking of people making people do awful things. Yeah, let's roll the topic. <laughs> All right. Isn't that the exact segue we used last week? I don't remember. Well, anyway. <laughs> I don't listen to this show. <laughs> well, speaking of swimming through rivers of shit, let's roll a topic. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's do this. Okay. okay. Oh, it's actually not that high this week. It's a 15. A 15? What is topic number 15, John? Well, let's go to the list and find out. When real news seems like the onion and vice versa. Submitted by Rebecca in We Never Found Out Where, but it was via Tumblr, so Rebecca from Tumblr. Oh, yes. Thank you, Rebecca. All right. When real news sounds like the onion and vice versa. When okay, real news seems like the onion, and okay, I'm gonna be honest. Uh huh. That's a tricky one. It is. It's, I, it's almost like we've been asked, you know, hey, find a way to say something funny about dead kids. <laughs> I mean, the onion. Everyone knows the onion now. Yeah. But the onion went through, has gone through several kind of transitions over the course of its. Life, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, initially it was like a newspaper that pretended to be a much older newspaper. Well, it was an it was a newspaper that. I mean, uh, a comedy newspaper. Well, it did. Now that was that was later. That was late nineties or mid nineties. It was just a a comedy newspaper doing you know sort of send ups of insipid local news stories. Right. And it was I I forget where it started, but it was it it felt very collegey, almost like a higher grade zine. Well, that's because you're not far off and completely right. Fair enough. Well, uh, and then and then they went online, and for a while their website was just reposting the stuff. Yeah, and I mean it was just uh, a copy of their print edition on the website. Mm-hmm. But then you know gradually the focus turned more national, more international. America started getting into wars again, and they were like, "This is our shot at relevance," and they kind of did it, and. Well, I, I mean, as much as I, I hate to harp on it, yeah. 9-11 was kind of like the breakout for basically everything like that. Yeah. I mean, it's when, you know, Jon Stewart went off the air for two weeks and then came back and made a big speech. Yeah. And suddenly took things more seriously. Yeah. And, and started, like, commenting on things in a humorous way rather than just making shit up. Uh, yes. And I, you remember after 9-11, <coughs> this is the basically the only Indian thing that has always stuck in my head, mm-hmm. is the headline after the two towers went down yeah. was a picture of it and just the words, holy fucking shit. Yes. Which was... That's what I said. Well, yeah, it wasn't actually funny. It was It was saying very bluntly what people were actually thinking rather than just, you know, what was on the news. Yeah, no, they were not trying to find the polite or inspiring angle. They were try- they were basically saying, "Hey, we're panicked. That's okay." 
And ever since then, that's kind of been the formula for the majority of Onion stuff. Yeah. Is like, I mean, not the fictional stuff, but a lot of times when they're commenting on a real issue, they they just kind of, you know, will say the same thing that's in a regular news article, but like in the actual way regular people would talk about it. Uh, yes. I mean, and, and I'm going to be honest, it's a joke that only works for so long. And well, it's formulaic. I mean, yeah. any one article works. But you don't need to read ten of them every day. And you didn't have to back then because they did weekly updates when the print edition came out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we live in the age of, you know, apps and cross posts on Facebook and to Tumblr and on Twitter and stuff and fucking clickbait and the need for daily updates and video content. And so... You know, their their online publishing schedule got a bit more staggered than their print publishing schedule. And now I don't believe it is a print publication at all. I believe it finally, very recently, closed down completely as a print publication. That makes sense. I mean, yeah. Also, no. they started writing books. Like, you know... They started writing books years ago. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't mean just now. I mean, like, now, now they, they, they... I think they can make more money printing, like, an annual book in Barnes & Noble or whatever, yeah. than trying to distribute print. Yeah, thousands of small newspapers in select cities. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, they, they obviously had more readers online than their print edition ever had. So. Right. I mean, the only... Like, I, I, I never just think to go to the Onion website. Yeah. But, you know, I'm reminded of it almost daily on, like, Twitter and Facebook because people just put up the thing they like from that week. Exactly. To get back to the topic itself, when real news seems like and vice versa, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, there have been stories that have fooled people. Right. And somehow, it is always the most ridiculously over-the-top fucking impossible stories. It's not the stories that are slight tweaks of reality or, you know, just barely satire, but, oh, it's so close to reality that, you know... Oh, it could have fooled somebody. It's making a subtle, sly comment on something. Uh-huh. No. It's always the big, ugly, no-fucking-way-this-is-true articles that end up fooling thousands of people. Right. Because, frankly, because they go after... I mean, and I don't want to make this about one particular political team or whatever. Okay. But occasionally they go after, you know, the, the sacred cows of not just conservatives, but specifically religious uh, Christian conservatives. Uh-huh. And... It's kind of an easy target. It is, it is. But they, 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 I, it almost seems like they feel like they have to do it in as over the top way as possible to prevent it from being taken seriously. <laughs> That's fair. And then it gets taken seriously anyway, and indeed the outrage is greater because of how over the top it was. Right. Like the, the two infamous examples are, of course, the time they talked about Harry Potter spar sparking a rise in youth Satanism. Oh, yeah. And it was a whole article about 10 year olds, like, reading Aleister Crowley and stuff. Right. And J.K. Rowling talking about how soon all the Christians will suck the greasy cock of Lucifer. I mean, like, <laughs> that all sounds a lot like a chick tract. Yeah. Frankly. But I'm just saying, she's a noted author. She's not going to say greasy cock in any context. I mean... No, no, no. she's British. Well, exactly. <laughs> she's, she has some fucking self-control. Yes. She has a modicum of decorum, damn it. <laughs> exactly. And on top of that, you know, just come on. You, you write kids' books. Even if they're about Satan, you're not going around talking about greasy cocks. Regardless of who the cock belongs to. 
she's J.K. Rowling, not Brian Posehn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Or> us. <laughs> also, yeah. yeah, I've said Greasy Cox like ten times now. Yeah. I wish my name was Greasy Cox. I mean, I'd spell it C-O-X, but, you know. Oh, would your middle initial be E? No, my full... Oh, my... no, 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 no. I got it, I got it. Your your first name should be Gree. Okay. Your middle initial should be the letter C. Yeah. And then COX. No, no. I, Greasy Cox. No, my name is like Stephen Cox or something, but then my nickname is Greasy. Oh, you know? I like mine better. Well, I don't. So. Gree is like a fake name, but it could be a name. You could be from somewhere. That could I'll, not be a name. I, I don't know. It's, tell them you're Albanian. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. Well, the <laughs> point isn't that, okay? The point is the other article that tricked a bunch of people was a story about the government-funded abortion flex being built in Kansas. And it was basically like an amusement park for abortion. You wouldn't call it that, number a, one. A, of course, no shit you wouldn't. B, you wouldn't build an amusement park for abortion. <laughs> People want a little alone time when they come in there. Also, if you want a theme park-themed abortion, yeah. you can go to a regular theme park and not tell them you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, just get on the rides. Yeah, exactly. Those rides will fucking kill your baby. Yeah, actually. Like, uh, in other words, pregnant women never do that. Yeah, no, not if you... I mean, and even if you don't intend to keep the baby, it's just... It's a it's a health hazard. There's better ways. It's not sanitary. It's horrible. Yeah. yeah. I mean... <laughs> but yeah, like, that's... Like, what do you think a roller coaster is? Uh, I would say an abortion flex. Basically. Yeah. But the point is, people read this and they were shocked. They were like, I can't believe this... This is being allowed to happen. Why did the zoning board <laughs> put this through? Jesus. Like, they were protesting it. You can still find people protesting this. Like, that article still gets passed around Facebook. Yeah. There is a Tumblr that just collects people reacting to The Onion like it's real on Facebook. Of course there is. <clears throat> and it's almost always... An article like that, like an article basically saying some conservative nightmare scenario has come true. Right, and then someone freaks out or someone says, I knew it! I knew it! Ah! Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like they had one about, like, Obama having a secret son. And, uh, who, like, he keeps out of the public eye because he's a sullen underachiever. (laughs) And, and, like, the people were on Facebook like, God, how many more lies... Lies will America accept from this guy? Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, why doesn't he? Why doesn't he ever mention his first wife? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, exactly. And so I, I, I mean, and again, those stories aren't plausible. They don't seem like real life. Mm-hmm. But my God, people believe them. You know. Yeah. But in in terms of real life looking like The Onion... That's getting harder. That's getting harder. It's getting harder to tell the difference. Like, just a few things off the top of my head. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin Bieber pees in a janitor's bucket in public. Yeah. Real. Uh, Germany's sending robot gorillas to the moon. Real. Real. Uh, uh, The entire Florida Man Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, those are all real articles. All real. Those links are legitimate. Every one of those guys really, really did try to ride a manatee. Don't do that. Ever. Manatees are so gentle. I know. Come on, guys. Yeah. Be nice to manatees and don't ride jet skis around them either. Don't ride jet skis. Well, yeah, I mean, but like especially I, not around manatees. I mean, okay, jet skis are fun, but like 
Yeah, but not they, around endangered they, mammals. They kill manatees. Come on. Yeah, do it in the open sea. Yeah. Like, you know, a dolphin will know to get away. And if you're stupid, you won't survive your accident. So... Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. Right. The point is not that. The point is that, yeah, it, it is harder to tell because... Stupid shit is just better documented now. It is. This is this is the thing. The like the whole like like I, I still have this theory of like we're in like a pre telepathy state where like never before have we been able to be so aware of just the nonsense that goes on in everyone's head. Yeah, I feel like you switch on telepathy and people start to realize they don't want it. Yeah. No, I I mean I if you go back to the the fifties, if you go back to the nineties, okay, mm-hmm. there will be a lot of people who would have been embarrassed if anyone else found out how much they love kittens. Yeah, can you imagine anyone now being embarrassed by a love of kittens? Yeah, not fursuits, not My Little Ponies. No, kittens, real kittens, a mainstream pet. Yeah. That have been around since ancient Egypt. But what I'm saying is, you know, you see a kitten and you're just like, oh, who's a fuzzy fella? You know? Yeah. It's embarrassing if somebody does that. Now, we all say that to our phones three, four times a day watching videos of other people's kittens. Yeah, constantly. Take away that aspect of our life. Right. Pretend that never happened. Yeah. Report it anyway. Mm-hmm. Blam, onion. Yeah. You know, like uh, last year around Thanksgiving time, mm-hmm. what did we do? We went and saw the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. And a clown died. And, and a clown died. But yeah. e- even leaving out the dead clown, which is grade A onion shit right there. Sure. Leaving out the dead clown. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's just pretend for a moment that there was not a tradition of the Macy's Parade every year. Okay. That it hadn't gone, it didn't date back to as long as there's been Macy's in New York City. Right. That it it doesn't signal the unofficial start of the Christmas season with Santa at the end, and that there's a good goddamn reason for each and every one of those balloons to be there. Yeah. Do you understand how insane that is? Just the Macy's Parade itself? Yeah. Just here's a thousand clowns and a bunch of marching bands from Buttfuck, Utah. Uh And, you know, balloons shaped like profitable corporate mascots. Right. And cartoon characters who were popular 30 years ago. Yeah. Just all riding by and people acting delighted to see them. And, like, whoever this year's minor pop star is, we were standing next to that lady who was hollering at poor Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that, I mean, let's be honest, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen's not going to be in a lot more parades after that, okay? I, yeah, I think she went home. I hope yeah. she saved her money. Exactly. And that lady was just, you know, Carly! Like, you, I remember. You understand, that's not a real concert. She's lip-syncing. She's very cold. And Yeah, it's just... And, and, and that lady was completely into it. Do you understand how that would look to an alien? Uh... Yeah. Yeah. They think they would look at that and they might think that's like church for us. You know, they might completely miss actual church. Well, yeah, I mean it's it's a it's an annual ritual. Yeah. That's the thing. That's the weirdest thing about the Macy's parade. It's not a one-time thing. No. That's every year. Every year we go back and we do this again. Right. And I mean, you look at videos of the Macy's parade from like the 80s or something. Yeah. It is a, a nightmare of just quintessentially 1982 grotesqueries, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, like, all the shit that, like, kids on BuzzFeed think the 80s looked like, Mm -hmm. it's in those Macy's parades, I assure you. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
I mean, you know, the real 80s, it just looked like a bunch of appliances your parents bought in the 70s. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ugly couches. Ugly couches. Yeah. It's, it, the 80s looked a lot like the 70s because by the end of the 70s, that's when people could afford all the 70s shit. Basically. You know? I mean, regular people had to save up to buy that quintessentially of its time crap. And by the time they got it, it was out of style already. And so... No one actually <laughs> had a cell phone in the 80s. Except, yeah, Zach Morris and, like, the three richest CEOs. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> Exactly, and uh, I, I mean the number of people actually doing big hair and leg warmers is far less than you thought. You know, it's mostly music videos. Exactly, it's like the, the, the hippies were a tiny minority in the late sixties. You know, that's true. It's like all those you know aging boomers who like talk about their crazy times. Yeah, and most of it's bullshit. It's like you owned. One pair of sandals that you wore for a week till your friends made fun of you. Yeah. You know, you one time went an extra week and a half without a haircut. Ooh. <laughs> fucking rebel. I, I'm sure that when movie, nostalgic movies are made about this time, mm-hmm. every single person in those movies is gonna be wearing skinny jeans and hipster glasses. Yeah. And it's gonna be like, no. No, we weren't. I mean, even like, even, like, basic products. We already talked about, you know, the pumpkin spice uh, uh, Hershey Kisses and everything. Yeah. Uh, a thing I saw a lot of ads for this summer, the Bud Light Strawberita. <laughs> that sounds like that's not a real product. Exactly. Because no, who wants that? That, I, I'm not calling it news, but it's definitely something so vile yeah. that, like, the onion would stick it into a little article just as, like, a quick little gross-out gag. It's like ham gum on Futurama. <laughs> it is. that stupid and unappealing. <laughs> it is, yeah. Gum with the breath-freshening power of ham. Big right. pink. Yeah. Yeah, I'm expecting to see that on shelves any day now. Yeah, no, because, yeah, it is it is a margarita made with beer. Yeah. And A, that sounds awful. Yeah, with artificial, quote-unquote, strawberry flavor. Yeah, it's a strawberry margarita made with beer instead of actual liquor. And, and not good beer. No, Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light, right, not even Budweiser, Bud Light. Awful beer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that is... There are definitely products that... There are more products than news stories, I think. Yeah, the, the, the Doritos Locos Taco, that's dumb. That sounds like a dumbass thing I invented because it is. Yeah. But it's stupid. It is stupid. <laughs> all due respect, it's something you invented. Exactly. You have the uh, the, the, the palate of a nine-year-old. <laughs> it's all mac and cheese and cereal with you. I can do it again. Look, right now. Beef jerky taco shell. Yeah. Yeah, call up Slim Jim or those guys in the Sasquatch ads, those yeah. Jack Links guys. Yeah. Have them get the jerky meat and make it into a taco shell or a fajita wrap. Yeah, no, you Sell that to Taco Bell. Just make a billion dollars. You just you mold the jerky into a flexible circle so it serves as a tortilla. So it's like a soft taco. Yeah, you can have chicken, then, or, chicken or beef in it. And then, yeah. okay, you spread some refried beans on it, you wrap it around a Doritos taco, <laughs> and you do a double-decker. Yeah. But it's the Doritos and the beef jerky. <laughs> yeah. That is... 100% plausible. Right. I made that up. Yeah, look for that on store shelf or, or at Taco Bell in like five years. Yeah, actually. You know, you know, I mean, do you remember, do you remember the way you reacted the first time you found out what Gogurt was? Uh, I, not exactly. I mean, but... I, I did not, I mean, I, 
I was already out of the age range for it when it was introduced. Right. As were you, I assume. Because it was like a push-up pop. Well, no, it wasn't like a push-up pop. It was like in a tube. It's a tube of yogurt that you stick in your mouth and you squeeze. Because <laughs> yeah. today's kids are so busy pulling off sweet jumps that yeah. they don't have time for your spoons, Mom. Okay? Yeah. So they need quick energy now. So they need to squeeze a tube of yogurt down their gullets. Okay? Like, this isn't the New York Stock Exchange, okay? Kids have time to eat. Yeah. Okay? It's not... Look, if you if you're really busy in Midtown Manhattan, okay, you can go to Two Brothers. You can buy a slice of pizza for a dollar, and they have it ready instantly, and you can eat it on the walk back to the office. Children don't have that problem. Children no. have so much time. Yeah, no, I mean you can get a falafel anywhere in this city, and it'll be at least okay. We had to bring back soccer just to keep children occupied because they had yeah. so much extra energy to burn. Well, what I'm saying, though, is that, okay, just the idea that it's yogurt in a tube <laughs> that you put in your mouth and you squeeze it down your gullet, <laughs> a phrase I am going to reuse yeah. because, holy shit, uh, that's horrible enough. But then you find out the name is Gogurt. Right. That is the stupidest fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. And now, like 15 years later or whatever... Yeah, it's we, been around for a long like, time. Like, I know I was like a teenager when I heard about We're it. We're used to it, yeah. yeah. We're just used to it. Oh, yeah, Gogurt. Yeah, that's just a staple <laughs> of the child diet. It's part of you our know? society. It's like a Flintstones vitamin. You know, which I think is normal. I'm sure my parents thought the idea of giving your child a pill shaped like Dino must have been horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) That is really bonkers when you've like pointed out that way. Yeah. What do you mean when real news sounds like the onion? Okay. Anything that we accept as normal is horrifying. Look at all of television, okay? None of that shit resembles real life at all. I mean, there are shows that try, there are even shows that succeed, okay? Right. But in terms of, like, talk shows, late night talk shows, why yeah. why, why would they exist like that? A guy, a, a guy in an okay suit comes out, monologues for too long about one day's worth of shit, interviews two people plugging movies that they aren't allowed to admit are terrible, and then brings on a band that hasn't been relevant in 15 years. Oh, what's Eddie Vedder up to? Let's find the fuck out. Why, why do we just accept that? I, and that's everywhere. That's normal. There's like eight shows like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are people who tune into those programs every night without every fail. Night. Not only do they tune into them, they have strong opinions about which ones are the best. And if you disagree with them, they will actually lose respect for you. Craig I Ferguson. Mean, to be fair, Leno is pretty shit. Craig Ferguson has a funny robot. And Craig Ferguson does have a robot. Yeah. So, okay. A, a robot skeleton. Okay, so Craig Ferguson and Robot Good, Leno Bad, but I mean, that's just a matter of my taste in comedy. Yeah. But, you know, Robot Good, OJ Jokes in 2013, Bad. Right. You know, old hack. Yeah, yeah. Guy who wears denim pants and shirt, Bad. (laughs) And hat, denim pants and shirt and hat. Right. Days off, yeah. bad. Yeah, it's a lot of denim. The fact that Jay, the, fact that, that outfit exists 
and is warned by a man who is able to wrest control of the Tonight Show back to himself. The fact that there was a power struggle for control of the Tonight Show, and then 20 years later, there was another one, and the same guy won both times. That is that is insane. I that's yeah. something that like you know how when you watch a TV show that's like a political thriller or like a sci-fi show set in the present, uh-huh. and eventually you just sort of say to yourself, "Wait a minute, everything happening on this show would be the biggest news story of all time. Right. Every week there would be a new biggest news story of all time. Right? You know, fucking." Terrorist nuke L.A., Mulder finds alien, whatever. Every mm-hmm. week it would be the biggest news story of all time. Right. The, the the late night wars and then happening again? Yeah. That's a premise that belongs on a show like that. <laughs> that and the fact that it actually was a big news story here both times bears that out. Yeah. You know, like, like what the fuck? <laughs> That's entourage-level stupid. Correct. <laughs> uh, hell, hell, here's one for you. Okay, we went, we talked about this a lot last year. Alright. Uh, uh, the, the 2012 Republican primary candidates? Yes, actually. Uh, uh, you know, it's like, pick one. Uh, uh, Herman Cain. Herman Cain. With his Pokemon and his Shucky Ducky. And he his... literally became a plot point on Arrested Development. Yeah. They had to change his name and they cast Terry Crews as him. Right. And, you know, Terry Crews is funny on purpose, so he has one up on Herman Cain. Yeah. But... Michelle Bachman. How is she sincere? I honestly think she was. You know, I think on the evil versus stupid dichotomy, on the malice versus ignorance dichotomy, Uh she comes down on the big-eyed innocent side every time. Right. Saying horrible shit that no innocent should believe, and yet... Yeah, yeah. And yet she was. Yeah. She was the Forrest Gump of of just horror and bigotry. Right. (laughs) Hell, hell, Mitt Romney... That speech he made that to the to the uh, billionaire investors, yeah. That you know the the caterer secretly filmed on his phone, yeah. Like that was re- that felt fictional, yeah. Until we realized it was a real video. Yeah, no, that seems like the scene in the back room where the guys are all smoking cigars, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna pull one over on the pores this time. Ha ha ha! I was expecting Spider-Man to come in and beat on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly thought I'd see him like that. That would end with him, you know, shaking hands with a mob boss. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh look, King. Kingpin's here. That makes sense. Kingpin would be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... Not but, not even a real mob boss. A mob boss with a supervillain name. Yeah, like, hell. It's that level of impossible that that happened at all. Yeah, Onion Headline, you know, uh, uh, GOP candidate has secret meeting with billionaires about evil strategy and, you know, killing the poor and minorities. It's like, that's basically what exactly happened. Yeah. That was real. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's like they didn't need to report that. (laughs) I think ultimately it's going to be really hard to write for The Onion now. The Onion, Daily Show, Colbert, anything. It's like, how do you keep topping it? 
I mean, and if if we're being honest, I, I a lot of those writers have seemed to be uh, uh, have been struggling a bit more recently to try to find an angle. Uh, yeah, with good cause. Yeah, I mean, no wonder righteous indignation is so popular now because fucking, it's impossible to make fun of this shit without something even crazier happening. All the time. California has a fire season. I know. I know. Like weather. Like a, like a video game. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have a fire level. They have lava world. Yeah. <laughs> like, when Mario has to go through lava world, except it's happening for real. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, the police are so bad in Russia that everyone drives around with dashboard cams. And sometimes they just capture images of cow carriers tipping over and a bunch of cows escape. (laughs) Yeah, that's just real life. I'm like, oh look, this truck just dropped a bunch of, like, logs on the highway. (laughs) And then just drove away and left them there. Yeah. Now there's just logs on the highway. (laughs) Good luck, everybody. What's up, logs? Anyone want a free log? Who wants lumber? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I mean, you know, when... I think the answer to your question, Rebecca, from question mark, is is when isn't real life like the onion and vice versa? We are living in... I don't even know. We're living in fucking crazy town banana pants planet. (laughs) Yeah, you know how, like, the entire stock exchange economy is basically run by these little computer algorithms that no one fully understands? Yeah, and... uh, Yeah, that's real. Yeah, totally, it's real. Yeah, I mean, like, (laughs) the fact that there is just this agreed-upon consensual hallucination that it's not just a bunch of rich guys gambling... Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. That we, we, we pretend it matters instead of observing their private casino games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. I, I don't know where to go from there. I think we answered the question. Again, really just detach from what you know and think about Gogurt, okay? <laughs> think about Gogurt the way a Zen master would consider Gogurt and tell me that any of your puny Earthman concerns matter, okay? <laughs> tell me that you do not see the infinite gulf of time in which we are but a mosquito's fart, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, if you if you cannot truly consider Gogurt and see it, whatever it is, if you can't do that, then I guess you're just not like me, because that's kind of how I saw it. You know, if you were small enough to be able to actually smell the farts of mosquitoes, they would smell like blood, blood fart. God damn it. That's, that's not even the onion. That's just that's nature. Just, that's just unpleasant. That's like, <laughs> it is. I, do, I don't even think mosquitoes do fart. I don't know. I mean... I don't know the details of... I mean, I, know, is, I... I don't I don't know colonic details of insects. Well, in I, I, I know that you can't get air into a syringe, and that's basically what a mosquito is. It's a living syringe. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, you're not going to... It's probably not a lot of bubbles getting into the blood. Eh, you got a point there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, Righto. on the unpleasant thought of uh, blood farts, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I'm going to be paranoid about those for the rest of my life now. Right. So, thanks. Uh, on that unpleasant thought, we're going to leave you because what the fuck? You just took me out of it. All right. Thank you, Rebecca, for uh, uh, bringing this matter to light. 
And, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to send us your topic for us to talk about on the show. <laughs> if you'd like us to potentially touch the infinite because of some crazy shit you said. Yep, that's because what we do Because you thought maybe we'd say something funny about it, and then we saw through time. It was also funny. Yeah, well, yeah, but, I mean, I can't deny the part where I did see through time just now. Yeah. It brought me back to Earth with blood farts. <laughs> So, thanks. That's the cycle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, email those topics to topicsatthebeak.org. You can also reach us at uh, facebook.com slash breakfastwiththebeak or breakfastwiththebeak.tumblr.com. And, of course, at our website, thebeak.org. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, follow us on the Twitter, uh, at thebeak, at Doc Heisenberg, at Beak Network. That's correct. Uh, you retweet, fave, like tumble uh, write us an itunes review yeah yeah just get at us where we're at yeah do tell your friends send us the things etc yeah don't just get at us get at other people about us that would help yeah yeah because god damn it we said some great stuff today yeah (laughs) so uh uh yeah until next week really consider (laughs) gogurt This has been a production of the Beak Podcasting Network. Visit thebeak.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.